millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined as I always am on a Monday by my all-the-time husband and now favorite soup chef. Souchet. <laughs> Kyle. Hi. Hi. Boy, that do- was loud. I yelled in the damn microphone. Hello! You even, yeah. Well, yeah, look, look at, at that. the thing on the screen that yes. shows the voice modulations. Yeah. That was aggressive. Boy, do we have, um, it's the soup you've been waiting for. It's the soup you didn't know that you needed in your life. It's a soup I didn't even know I was capable of no, making. For sure. Made from the worst ingredients known to man. <laughs> Which includes chicken. Which is chicken, <laughs> primarily, yeah. We have such a recipe for you, but that's going to have to wait a little bit. It's got to wait. That's coming later in our conversation today. Look at you shining the people on. Is that what it's called? I don't know. What do you call it? Um, I call it giving them a tease. Unburying the lead? <laughs> Unburying the lead. Exposing the lead? <laughs> Something. <laughs> or I guess since it's at the end of the episode, you've exposed the butt. <laughs> You're horrible. This is, is that, already starting out raunchy. Does that mean I have to put an E on this episode? Yes. Okay. Um, let's start. But we do have some really great food talk for later, but let's yeah, start like we usually do. They either. aren't TikTok videos of food, though. Food talk makes me think of like T O K, not T A L K. Okay, got it, got it, got it. I've been getting a lot of food talk served up to me, yeah, and I don't like it. You don't, which is so puzzling to me, because you do like to cook. Well, that's like saying, but watching other people. Oh, cook you coached you football, angry. don't you want to watch all these little kids play grab ass with uniforms on? No, I don't. All right, you said that. And that was in reference to professional athletics. (laughs) They are a bunch of children (laughs) playing grab ass. Um, Yeah, I'm always surprised by how quickly you scroll past food talk videos on the TikTok. It's so rare that I see something that's actually innovative, and I'm quite often disappointed with the amount of seasonings used and things. But that's for, we'll delve into that later. Yes, let's do it. When Meg for the second time, reveals the butt. (laughs) Let's start with a little uh, watching, reading, listening to, and lifestyling. You found a a little something to entertain yourself on Netflix, although I feel like you're kind of undecided if you're into it or not. Yeah, it's been a struggle. It's called Top Boy. That's not a, a reference to... Anything. Anything other than that's, uh, that's what... They would call the top drug dealer. Oh, um, okay. This is a British production, which, as I understand it, means it could be like a decade before the second season comes out. I don't know why I just looked at my watch <laughs> yeah, you when I said did. a decade. <laughs> you have a decade. I don't even watch. have the date on my watch. <clears throat> I don't know. I've got problems. Maybe I've got problems. Am I the problem? It's, it's troubling mm-hmm. because I have hillbilly ears. Not as bad as I do. And trying to comprehend, like the first three and a half episodes, I was just like, is this even English? (laughs) And then I finally started comprehending what was being said, but that coincided with some pretty severe shifts in the plot line (laughs) and character development. And I'm like, I still don't know what's going on. Um, So really at this point, I don't know why I'm watching it. Uh, It's mildly entertaining. There's some dark 
parts as well. But if that's if that's your thing, if you've been into all the Narcos series and that stuff, and and you got nothing to watch, this is um, how would you how would you put a British accent on Narcos? Don't ask me. You, you know well, you're, you're going to get embarrassed. Listen, if I try the it. children love it when you try to speak with a British accent. <laughs> let me let me call them down. We should make them do it if they think it's so easy. It's true. It's true. It's always easy to be critical when you're not the one trying. Yep. I can't. I'm like trying to imagine in my mind, it. and yeah, I'm like, no, I can't. You're... I'll mess it up yeah. too bad. I'll offend somebody <clears throat> real bad if I try it. I don't know why. Like I can do, I can do the guttural Eastern European yes stuff. The German, I can, I can get into character with that. I can do hillbilly, but when I try to do either English or Irish, which is odd, knowing that we've recently figured out I have the Irish blood, it's an abomination. It's like uh, I love you, man. The movie mm-hmm. when <laughs> Paul Rudd. Is trying to yeah. It's just like oh, yes. don't don't do that. <laughs> yes, that is a great movie. It's unfortunately leaving Netflix this very week. Yeah, but you got a few minutes. You got a few minutes left to go watch it. I rewatched it. The a, tomato a while aioli and... is a revelation, <laughs> yes. after all. Yes. Um, okay, but so Top Boy, you've been yeah you've been watching yeah. that. I, I don't know. Like I said, I, if that's your genre. And you're empty. There's the cupboard is bare. Yeah, give it a shot. Other okay. than that, I can't like give a glowing like, oh, you gotta watch this or die. Ooh, wow. Yeah, there's not many shows that I'd recommend that strongly. Yeah, like Watch or Death. That's, right, those are your two choices. Okay. Right. Well, I found a new YouTube channel via. Um, I started watching a, a genre of YouTube video called has to do with feet. No. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> okay. Um, it's called the video essay, and this is where people put together like these like deep dives into topics. Okay. Now these can range anywhere. From, I thought you got enough of that from me. Well, I do, but then it's like, oh my gosh, there's so many people. I already told him to shut up. Now I need somebody <laughs> to talk. There's so many people picking these very niche topics to talk about. And here's an example. So they can, these video essays can range anywhere from 30 minutes to over two hours. Oh my word. And the very first one that YouTube ever suggested to me, and I cannot remember the, the YouTuber who did this, but it was, it was called Lost, the TV series no one wanted to make. And it was over two hours long. Did I talk about this already? To or me. Just, just to I'm nodding my head because I remember okay. our conversation. Okay. Now I should probably look at my watch for no reason again. <laughs> to see what it was we how talked many, about it. How many weeks long we talked about it. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So people will just take these um, really specific topics, break them down, do a deep dive. And because it is YouTube, instead of them just sitting there talking to the camera, they do all kinds of creative video editing to keep the the viewer engaged. Um, so because I've been watching a lot of those, YouTube was like, hey, hey, have you ever heard of Curtis Connor? I hadn't, but he's a really popular YouTuber, but he's more for like... Um, Feet. Young, no, no. Young millennials <clears throat> and Gen Z. Like I asked AJ, I was like, hey, do you ever watch Curtis Connor? And she's like, yeah, I've watched yeah, lots of his, his videos. His feet are a delight. <laughs> Okay, this is a really, this is for a really specific taste. If you are offended by language or people poking fun at Christianity, some of those things, you're not going to enjoy his channel. But the very first video of his that YouTube suggested was, yes? I'm raising my hand. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Um, I'm curious. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you offended when people poke fun at Christianity? Absolutely not. Were you ever? It definitely, yes. How did Decades that... of my life, I would have been offended. And how did that transition occur? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I think when did it occur? I would say in the past couple of years. Okay. I just started feeling a little bit less precious about everything. And not to say that if you... Oh, you just called out everyone that feels offended and said they're That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that I... You're religion shaming people. No, I'm not. No. I'm saying that I myself... Think that you're all stupid. (laughs) My feet are better than your feet. Not right now. They're not. They are not a sight to be seen. Listen, there is a genre... For every type of foot issue that a person has, from what I'm really? told, 
So if people, you're a if you're a bunion gal, there's people that'll pay for those photos. This is what I'm told. Well, I don't think we've talked about this on Awesome Today about wiki feet. Oh no, we haven't. And, and I don't remember you telling me about this. I feel um, like I did tell you that I found out that there's a site. Now I have not gone to look, you guys. I promise. Ooh, I'm going to use your computer to search for it. <laughs> Please at least use an incognito browser when you look at it. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's called WikiFeet, and people can... I don't think you put your own pictures on there. It's where, like, the masses can vote on popular feet. Interesting. Uh, content creators. I don't know how to even say this. Interesting. And you could like, upvote and downvote their feet and so stuff. So you would... Would you go? I'm, I'm just. I'm so curious. Would you go to WikiFeet to help you dial in on the specific I foot think, style you're looking for? Yes, I do think that might be part of the purpose for WikiFeet. Somebody, somebody, I promise, somewhere in the awesome verse of listeners, there's people that know about this. You have this new-ish opportunity that you've told me about in the main group where you can post anonymously. If you're embarrassed about your knowledge, you don't want anybody knowing all that, you know, um, but somebody help us out here. I want to know. Should I turn on anonymous posting for the awesome today group? Yes. <laughs> only for posts that include the word feet. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. My face hurts from smiling already. Um, what we were my originally feet hurts. <laughs> we were originally talking about is Curtis Connor and how if you are offended by language or poking fun at I it's, it's a lot language. of things he pokes fun at a lot of things I love profanity I think you would enjoy some of his videos okay the very first one I watched of his was um, explaining Disney adults do you know what Disney adults are oh I know uh, there's a whole myriad of things that just raced through my brain but no I don't I will be sending you the link to his Disney adults video is it gonna make me fighting mad no I think it's gonna make you happily entertained okay um, explaining and he does it in a really non talk about non like he's not religion shaming non-denominational yes a non-denominational okay. he's not Disney shaming he truly was curious like how is it that adults who either don't have kids or their kids are not going with them on these trips but this is where they want to spend their time people do that in adults and energy. yes go and leave their kids well, they either don't have kids, okay, okay or yeah. if, even if they do have kids, like well, that's part of the the uh, kidnapping ring. <laughs> Everyone knows this that takes place at Disney. Yeah, you go like check out Disney Wiki Feet. You see what kind of kid you're looking for. You go to Disney and you get your kid. Okay, pretty sure that's not how it sell works. them on the dark net, <laughs> dark web, whichever it is. Yes. I haven't been in a while. I've forgotten the name. <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, that's how I got into Curtis Connors YouTube channel. And now I've watched a bunch of his back catalog of videos. And I don't know, it's just like, if you just need to let your mind numb out a little bit and be entertained okay. at the same time, I have found it to be enjoyable. So there's that. All right. I harassed you. You didn't, you didn't flip the turd back my direction and okay. ask, oh, well, when, sir, sir. When did you stop being offended by oh, indeed. religious stuff? When making did, friends I, See, of? that's the thing. I've known you for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like you were ever as precious about faith stuff, like people poking fun at Christians, what Christians believe. I don't feel like you ever were to the level that I... Like, I've never seen you clutch pearls. No, because I don't ever clutch pearls. Well, I throw a stiff jab to the trachea. Okay. But I when, respond differently. Do you feel like it's offensive to you? or are you Not now. Okay. I feel like there was a time where truly I would be incited to rage at somebody, especially poking fun at a thing that I happened to believe mm -hmm. very seriously. Mm -hmm. And I don't know when the transition was. It has, as you alluded for yourself, uh, it's been relatively recently within the past few years, but I actually... I actually now find more humorous the, the religious jokes about the things that I specific, specifically believe. And I don't know why. Maybe I'm a sadist. I don't know. Well, one thing that is of note, and I'm You're just, just going to leave that one there. Uh, <laughs> Wait, a sadist? Uh -huh. That means you 
I don't know what causing it means. pain for others. Then maybe I'm a masochist. The masochist yes. Okay, that's I always get all the letters yeah, confused. confused. I know I don't like the bondage part. <laughs> you made me try that the other day, and I was like, nah, I'm not, not down with that. Um, I'm going to throw out a theory. Okay. When we converted to Catholicism, yes, and in the year following when we began teaching in RCIA, you especially, you talk about a deep dive, you did a whole like master's level course on church history. Yeah. And I think for both of us, yeah. as we uncovered some really kind of hilarious things. Yeah, hilarious and offensive parts of actual church history. Yeah, like you start to go. They like, didn't even have to make jokes. Exactly, it, 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 it happened. Yeah, like the time that they dug up a pope's body and put his corpse on trial. That's yes, a real thing that really happened. A real thing. They made him wear a hair shirt. Yes, while he was dead and on trial. That was you a, can't even a make penitential that up. thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's probably true. That's probably true. It probably coincided with the realization that, oh, the actual truth is so much worse than the jokes. <laughs> I think that might be part of it. It, it just, could be. It just occurred to me as I was thinking about how we are no longer, like, really deeply offended. Yeah. You just go. That's fair. Okay. All right. Hey, awesome Shell, who always has good recommendations. She does. She posted, I think she posted this in the Sort of Awesome Hangout, that she's been enjoying the new show, Watch Out for the Big Girls on Prime. Mm -hmm. This is Lizzo, the singer and entertainer, um, is auditioning dancers for her tour, I believe. And so this is like a reality TV probably competition style to see who's going to get to go on tour with her. Okay. And uh, Shell said that it has America's Next Top Model vibes, but less toxic. So I'm like, okay, I could get into that for sure. I loved America's Next Top Model in the early seasons. Yeah, I, you did. I remember specifically when AJ was a newborn I would be up in the middle of the night nursing her and just would turn on America's Next Top Model and Tyra Banks and her wannabe models got me through many a night. It's true. And AJ, so. It's around, never, no, never mind. I was going to completely fabricate a story, but immediately my mind went to something I shouldn't say ever. Okay. So I'm just going to. Nip, nip and snip that one. <laughs> nip and snip. Right there. Yep. Okay. That'll save me from nipping and snipping and yeah, editing later. less editing. <laughs> All right. Reading-wise, I actually got, I picked up a book on the Kindle. Okay. Not a not a print copy. It's I mean, like, it is print, but it's e-print. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's by Olivia Dade. It's a romantic comedy. I like to flip crap at you. Over how you read. Yeah. And I acted just now like I'm a, a righteous paper book reader. I can't remember the last paper book I've ever had. I love the Kindle. Yes. I think it is a it's a bigger revelation than the tomato aioli. Wow. That's really saying something. Yes. A few years ago, we got each other for Valentine's Day, the Kindle Paperwhite. Yeah. It's like one of the best gifts we with ever a, gave each other. With a huge plan like, hey... At oh, night, right. instead of watching TV, let's read books and actually improve ourselves. I think that lasted for 12 minutes. Yeah. I remember now, it was it was a Valentine's Day that was like at the very beginning of Lent. And so we were like, during Lent, instead of watching TV, we'll just like read and improve our mind. And I think yeah. you're right. It lasted like one night. And then we yeah. were like, well, that was That was great. Experiment. I'm so far advanced now. I'm above everyone. I should watch TV to dumb it down a little. <laughs> And so I have since then. Well, this one, again, it's called All the Feels. It's by Olivia Dade. And um, it just looks like really light, fluffy uh, romance novel, contemporary romance mm. goodness. My I, favorite topic. Here's, here's the problem, as you know, because you uh, often accompany me at bedtime when I sit mm -hmm. down to read or lay down to read. You read with your boobs. <laughs> Because you prop it up on your chest and then you fall asleep and the book just presses into your chest. I'm sure all the awesomes are so grateful for that visual right now. That's a good, I enjoy it. I often pray, I wish I were a book. Okay. <laughs> um, I haven't made it very far in because I do keep falling asleep, but I'm trying. But your boobs have read it like four times yeah, now. Yes, they're highly educated they are, at this they point. They are very smart boobs. Yes. Smart boobs. I'm surprised we don't have smart boobs yet with, with all the yeah. other smart... I'm sure we have eye boobs somewhere <laughs> out there. And e-boobs. Just not smart boobs yet. We're working on it. Maybe that'll be our shtick. We'll be the, the bringers of that to the market. Mm -hmm. Yes. That could be your, your OnlyFans channel. <laughs> Just smart a boobs. video of a book covering your boobs. 
We can mix it up. We can put the book on my boobs. <laughs> we could do a little subscriber race to see who gets the most subscribers on OnlyFans. I think we'd that. both be desperately disappointed to see that I would win. It would really <laughs> just remove all faith in humanity mm-hmm. that's remaining. There's something for everyone out there, you know? Uh, there is, I suppose. Okay, listening-wise, I just finished a limited podcast series that was really fascinating, and I I wasn't even going to listen to it, though it is made by um, one of my favorite uh, podcast production groups. It's Chameleon is the name of the podcast, but they do do limited uh, series and seasons. You just never know because they blend in and look like whatever they're around. Exactly. I think that's what they're going for. Well done. Well done, Chameleon. So... Chameleon Wild Boys, I believe, is the third season of the podcast, um, Chameleon. And it tells the story of this small town in British Columbia, Canada, where two teenage boys just started, like, appearing around town. And they looked terribly malnourished. Nobody knew what their backstory was. This was a very small, close-knit community where, like, to have a stranger come into town, everybody would take note of. Mm-hmm. And these boys have this incredible story that they were raised off-grid by their parents who are named Joseph and Mary mm-hmm. in the Canadian wilderness. And um, a very kind-hearted woman in the community kind of took them in, fostered them, tried to get them on their way. That's the sort of starting part of the story that over the course of like nine episodes this journalist unpacks the story behind who were the wild boys how did they come up with this incredible but unbelievable story and like what happened to them after he actually caught up with them in present time to see you know if he could get more of what was going on with them during this time okay i feel like i'm not selling this very well but it's really a very fascinating uh, listen, and I very much enjoyed it, and I recommend. Okay. So that. I've not listened to anything. Yeah. Well, music, you would. Yeah. But nothing new. I'm a sometimes, sometimes I I want to beat myself up because I know I know, I've heard at least two songs this week that I was like, oh, I need to remember that for the show, and I didn't. I took no notes. Yeah. I remembered nothing. I have failed. You have failed the... In a massive way. Awesome community. I'm disappointed in myself. All right. I am encouraging you on mic and in front of all of our friends, in front of God and everyone, to just shoot me a little text when you... Or just take a screenshot of your While phone. While I'm driving, that's <laughs> responsible. Take a screenshot of your phone when it comes up on your Spotify. Don't text and drive. Okay. I didn't realize, this is on-topic-ish, but off-topic, I didn't realize until maybe within the last 48 hours that, so when when I plug my phone in to my Jeep receptacle, it's a special place. Okay. It's where phones go to Uh, die. Okay. Um, For me to play Spotify through my Jeep radio the yeah the car audio in my jeep i said jeep say jeep again (laughs) i'm so Um, confused what's happening i have to plug it in i literally have to plug it in or or it's like now we realize there's a there's a phone here but we're basically just going to forward anything you say to the cia and we're not going to receive any requests from you so it will not bluetooth pair your phone right it'll i can do phone calls without plugging it in but Mm -hmm. i can't spotify i can't Okay. Uh, OnlyFans, okay, yes. those are the main two places I go. As a content creator. Yeah, of course, sure. Anyway, I just realized within the last 48 hours, for the first time ever, that when I plug it in, an option appears where I can I can touch on the touchscreen a little radio box, as mm-hmm. it were, the checkbox mm-hmm. that says send the automated text message response anytime somebody tries to call you. Like, hey, butthole, I'm driving, and I don't talk and drive. (laughs) Which I've gotten from other people, and I've always thought, well, how are you texting while you drive? Uh But it's part of the vehicle thing. I know I'm a little behind in the technology. That's okay. 
But that's fascinating. It is fascinating. I don't have that option, so... Well, maybe you do, and you just don't know it yet. Well, I guess it's possible. In the language of the 50s, where women thought they didn't want to be promiscuous. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that's a whole other show. Yeah, definitely. We'll save that for our OnlyFans content. Okay. <laughs> How about... Tell me about the bougerie. Okay. Earlier today, we were all outside enjoying this gorgeous spring weather that we're having, and the boys had found in the backyard from way back when we had Jaja. The dog, the German shepherd, the white German shepherd of yes. of trials and torments. Yes. Um, found one of her old toys that is like a boomerang. It's shaped like a boomerang. It's, it's just for throwing to your dog yeah, kind of boomerang. It's a boomerang. It never came back. It never came back. So maybe back. it's just a boomer. I don't know. <laughs> There's no ang. There's no ang. Um, so they were asking about it and we were and I was like, oh yeah, you found the boomerang. And for some reason, one of our twins, I, I'll protect his anonymity. He just could not get it through his processing that we were saying boomerang. And he was like, first he said, booger, 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 And then it was like, booger, and yeah, like, it got, it got French and bougie. And listen, it ain't a bougie toy. It looks hideous. It's like a piece of plastic trash. Yeah, with teeth marks and dirt. Yes. and Yeah, it's been buried in the yard for years, literally. So it did not look very fringe or bougie. But there was no breaking him. No. He was like, yeah, the bougie. That's what I said. <laughs> we got such a kick out of that. Um, so let's transition into talking about food. The food portion of the show. Yes. Are there other things we're going to cover after this? No, those are notes from last week. Okay. And I think that it's time to fire up the griddle and here we okay. go. I woke up this morning. Thank goodness. Because I'm getting up there in years. I woke up this morning and the one of the earliest thoughts that crossed my mind. And this isn't uncommon on a on a... As we're recording, big spoiler, we don't record on Monday. That's when the show drops. We typically record on Sunday. So very common for me on a Sunday morning is for my mind to be filled with thoughts of food. And maybe that's because we go into a short-term, short-lived fast in preparation for participation in the Eucharist. I don't know why, other than just every Sunday morning, I'm like, ooh, a a food thing. That's true. Probably, at least in part, it's because after... After the Mass, it is our tradition on Sundays to have a feast of some kind. Yes. Which usually involves me going to the store to get all the groceries and stuff while you beat children into submission and <laughs> threaten them, curse at them, and I like to start belittle them. Right in the church parking lot. That's the for- right way. Like, first, you light up your camel no filter cigarette, <laughs> and then you start MFing the kids and stuff out there. Literally in front of God and everyone. When we were uh, in our CIA ourselves, when yeah. we were newly coming into the Catholic Church, I had a we're not in Kansas anymore moment mm-hmm. when we were walking out of church and truly, like, we kind of had to walk around this group of older gentlemen who had just, just left church yeah. and they were lighting up their cigarettes and standing around and talking. Yeah. Growing up evangelical as we did if you smoked you definitely didn't do it just outside of the church it's an outrage. <laughs> uh, okay but please do go ahead you woke up with the inspiration on my mind unshakable was a chicken fried steak sandwich yes this is absolutely a it originated i think even maybe oklahoma may i be so bold as to make the claim that it was here. Yeah. There's a chain of restaurants here. I don't even know if they still exist. I think there's at least one still open. Del Rancho. There's probably a couple, but they're no longer affiliated with any parent company. Right. They're just, it's like nobody can close them down. Even the health department won't go there. They were most known. Are you finding internet words? There oh, are a few. Oh, there's there a, are few a few left here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Above all, they were known for their chicken fried steak sandwich. Now, in the most simplistic of terms, it's a hamburger, but you've replaced the hamburger patty Mm -hmm. with a chicken fried steak. Hell yeah. Oh, man. So good. It was on my mind. I tried to to low-key it. I was like, oh, so, Meg, anything that you'd like, especially for lunch? (laughs) Counting desperately, like for one of the few times in my life, desperately counting on you being like, I don't know, whatever sounds good to you. Which is what I say every Sunday. You say it every time, 
But it's a risk when I actually have something I want. <laughs> yes. I rolled the dice and I won. You did. I won. Um, you were like, yeah, just whatever. So I went. I was on a mission mm-hmm. then. I might have even lit up my own camel no filter cigarette yeah. and dropped some f bombs. Just enjoy because that's the best f bomb ever. Is the joyous f bomb. I rolled up to the to the grocer and immediately found someone to give the stink eye to because you got to be aggressive when you go in shopping, especially when you come straight from church. Yes, it's expected. It's like. It's like getting your mouth washed out with soap, but on the opposite end of the spectrum. You've yeah. been all holy. Now you got to well, wash your mouth out with mud. you got to get ugly about it to get back into the groove. It's not unlike when kindergartners come home from school. They've been so good following rules all day, and they just have a complete fall yeah. apart. Because yeah. they just have been so good. And, and by kindergartners, be- that carries down to two-year-olds, <laughs> which we just have this experience with every day. <laughs> He's such a turd. And then at school, they're like, oh, Nico, yeah. he's so sweet. He's a model child. For who? For who? And you're choking out the teacher, and then it's like, whoa. Yeah, that's not You can't choke a teacher. No, definitely. Especially the you one You can't choke a teacher, and you can't hit an angel with a sucker. That's from another story that we won't tell today. Yes, yes, yes. But we especially are kind to the to the teachers who do keep Nico yes. on track every day. Yeah. Okay, so... You're at the grocery store. I'm at the you grocery. You give someone the stink eye. That, yeah, and that's just, that's for me. But I recommend it to anybody. Mm-hmm. It's 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 empowering. And I think we should all find ways to empower ourselves. Certainly. Um, separate from Voltron or He-Man universe empowerments, those are different. Yeah. Look it up. Um, I go in. Now, the way our grocery stores, uh, grocery store, mush mouths, the way our grocery store is laid out is you walk through the produce first when yes. you come in. Don't mm-hmm. know why. Don't know why. Um, I think that's pretty common. It's a slow area. Yeah. Nobody's fast through the produce. So you get congestion. You get constipation right at the entry anyway. And that's, you know, if you haven't found anybody in the parking lot to give the stink eye to, that's a great section of the store to do it in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody will then, they'll do their own thing rudely yeah. and be in your way. And then they'll make that half-assed apology. Oh, I'm sorry. And then that's your opportunity to be like, yeah, I know. And then, like, push their basket into the lettuce and scoot on by. Mm-hmm. I started to pick up tomato and shredded lettuce because yes. I'm lazy and I don't want to shred my own lettuce. For and it was sure. only $2 for the bag. Yeah. And hey, we're high rollers. Yeah. We can handle two dollars right. for a bag of shredded lettuce. Then I was like, "Oh, wait!" At this particular store, I I don't ever remember having bought cube steak. Yeah, which is a necessity, right? For the chicken fried it's steak, the heart and essence of the chicken yes. fried steak. It's, I mean, you just go try to fry a non-cube mm-hmm. steak and See feel that gets feel the disappointment in your right. life. Um, so then I stopped. And I went back to the meat. I found them. They had them. I literally bought every one they had. Um, there were only eight. Let's not act like I'm feeding nations mm-hmm. here. There were only eight. And I know that buns come in packs of eight. And, and you did the math? My math, it's inescapable. Yes. It's, yeah. It's worthy of recognition. So then I had to turn back around and go back through the produce. But then I realized, no, you you already got all the produce you needed. So I wasted that trip. And then I went over to the chips because you got to have chips. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to make French fries. If I'd been really hardcore into it, I would have done that too. But it was too much. Too much. much, There's only so many things you can fry. We don't have a proper fryer. That's what I was going to say. Maybe if we did have a good, like, deep fry setup. Yeah, but we don't. We don't. That's that's part of being a redneck. Yes. You don't ever have the shit you need for the job you're trying to do. Precisely. So you're over there trying to use a screwdriver as a pry bar and stupid things. And you, you lose all the skin off your knuckles. Or you, yeah. You're trying to fry things just using your fingers to put stuff in. That doesn't feel good either. Nobody likes that. No. But you do it because you're committed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I made it through the chip aisle, yeah. which also just so happens to be in this store, the beer aisle. And Ooh. I know how you like a beer. Unfortunately, they were out of Modelo. So I got you the Dos Equis. I liked the Dos Equis. It was, it was a, good, a nice change It felt truly like the universe was like, no, no, you've been drinking that Modelo, but don't forget Dos Equis. That's right. So I got that. Um 
meandered my way up and down the remainder of the aisles, got all the way to the end, got the buns, then realized, hey, you dumbass, you forgot dessert. So I had to go, dessert in this store is oddly right at the end of the produce. So I had to go all the way back to the start. Now I'm really MFing people as I'm ramming my cart through the <laughs> meanderers of the produce section. They yeah. only don't throw me out because I'm a frequent shopper and I have the card. They come like I see security coming and I hold the card up. <laughs> hey, here's my Homeland card. And they're like, oh, ho, ho, everyone get out of his way. He's a preferred customer. Uh, they just, give him away to everybody. Just to clarify for our non-Oklahoma listeners, Homeland is an Oklahoma grocery store. It's yeah. not like Homeland it's, Security card. Or well, it is for Oklahoma. <laughs> That's the catch. <laughs> That boy making burgers. Give him security clearance. Chicken fried steak burgers. Holy shit. Fast lane. Fast lane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, I might have embellished that story a little bit. Wait, you forgot two things that we put on ours that is, that's non-standard. Okay. No, that's true. That's true. One of them I bought, one of them we had. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're looking at me in befuddlement, which is a like big word for a redneck to it, use. Yes. The Chipotle Ranch. Yeah. We Chipotle Ranch. No, no. We we bought that. Okay. And then guacamole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not traditional, and I bought that. Oh, okay, really? you're right. You're right. Well, the third thing that's not typically on them is a bread and butter pickle. Oh, yeah. We did have that. Yeah. Yes. We, we have those because I have a problem. I have a problem. Now, I know all the listeners are like, no shit, buddy. I have a problem. It's not what you're thinking. It probably is what you're thinking. But the one I'm talking about has not been discussed before and not quite as obvious. I have this weird thing. When I go to the store, I quite often will forget one of the key ingredients that I need, but at the same time repurchase (laughs) something and... We have to have like 15 bottles of dried basil and paprika. It's like the, what was the the Mel Gibson catcher in the rye every movie? Every time he he went by a bookstore that had catcher in the rye, he had to buy it. And he had like bookshelves full of catcher in the rye. This is how I am with certain ingredients. And I don't, I've quit trying to fight it. I'm just like, yeah. Give me all of them. Do it. And one of those is bread and butter pickles. Bread and butter pickles. And so we have three, like one quarter eaten <laughs> open jars of bread and butter pickles in the fridge. We can barely fit other things in the fridge. For eggs, right. It's all jars yep. of pickles. You want eggs? Eat these pickles first. <laughs> and put some paprika on them because we've got a shitload of that. It's ridiculous. I don't know why I do this. But yeah. So I didn't have to buy. I actually texted from the store do we have bread and butter pickles <laughs> and your response was like after 15 words of profanity yes we have all the bread and butter pickles do not buy more bread and butter she called homeland security and yep. said don't let him out of the store it's with true. more of those it's true yeah now chicken frying the steak if you've never done such a thing is super easy. You do need a cube steak, or you can like uh, meat tenderize or pound a, mm-hmm. a thing. But it's better if there's been some cubing done right. by the butcher. Yes. You, I like to, I like to run mine through flour 
yeah. first and then let them rest for like an hour or so, mm-hmm. kind of soak in and then come back. You run it through a, a little wash of egg and milk yep. or egg and cream or egg and buttermilk. There's any number yeah. of things you could do there. For sure. Um, and then run back through a dredge of, of flour. But this time you want garlic, salt, pepper, paprika, uh, Italian seasoning, oregano, whatever it is, you're at this point you're competing with Colonel Sanders for the 15 herbs and spices, Absolutely. or however many that liar uses. There aren't even that many spices in the world. Well, so yeah, you're, they're you're full at, of it. Look at our Go spice cabinet. Shave your beard, you poser. It's a goatee. It's mm-hmm. a poor one at that. Anyway. Maybe he should be in the produce section next time, and I'll handle Ooh. my business with him. I think, yes. But yeah, you do that. Um, you do the, the the wash, the dredge, and then you get your your frying pan with, what, half inch, quarter inch, half inch, whatever, whatever kind of oil or tallow or fat or lard or thing you cook with. Yep. You fry it up, two, two and a half minutes aside, and then you slap that on preferably a bun that's been dipped in butter and toasted that's what we did yes maybe some mayo maybe guacamoles maybe that uh habanero ranch or bacon ranch or anything that has ranch chipotle ranch chipotle ranch all the ranches yes and all of it delicious buttermilk ranch i mean again the it's like the forest gump of ranch (laughs) yes it's a don't you think it's a little non-standard to put ranch on there or is that in Oklahoma, we put ranch on everything. Yeah, so, Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, but definitely the guacamole is... Guacamole was the oddball out. Yeah, but it was delicious. But it was a good friend. Yes. I would, honestly, if Del Rancho was still the raving thing that it once was, with all of the Latino influence we've had with Northern Migration, mm-hmm. I would say Del Rancho would have guacamole yeah, on it by this point. Maybe, maybe some do. pico. Mm-hmm. And we would all be thankful for it. Mm -hmm. And maybe I should have done Pico. Maybe we should cancel this whole episode. I'll go do that. And we'll record again. No. So you do that. You put your lettuce, you put your tomatoes, your pickles, all that on it. And it is a delight. And yes, it's everything you've imagined. There are are raw edges of, of... chicken fry sticking out from around the perimeter of the bun so your first bite's just chicken fried steak yes oh my gosh it was so messy and so delicious it was good stuff worth every bit of the mess it's Um, it's street food really yes i mean for any other country that that's street food and it's super good yeah okay so that was today but that was not even your first cooking venture of the weekend no it wasn't one of the awesomes you know her she's is she the oldest awesome besides you no tell the truth how dare you no not like how old is she i'm not saying like she's a 95 year old awesome She's more like, oh, and then she died. That's no. not what I'm saying. No. You mean in terms of like going back to the beginning of the awesome like, nation? Yes. I would say she was probably, yeah. She's like, she's like, if you're, if your grandmother awesome, mm-hmm. she's aunt awesome. Okay. She's been around that long. Yeah. Longer before even anybody knew to say awesome. Yes, say awesome one more time. Say awesome one more time. Say Jeep again, too. You can say her name. Everyone, I talk about her often on... I can't say her name. My best friend, Catherine, her birthday. Your best friend, Catherine. Well, she's also my top subscriber on my OnlyFans channel. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. Catherine is a huge part of our life. She is. And her birthday is actually today as we're recording. Happy birthday. And um, we originally, earlier in the month, had made plans to celebrate her with her favorite thing, which is when you fix uh, jambalaya. Yes. But she... And, and, spoiler alert, I was also going to make shrimp etouffee. Oh, that's right. I was going to double it yes. up and be like, now figure out what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, she got sick last week and yeah. was not feeling great. Not the COVID. No, not COVID, but just... The COVID. Not... When you live in the middle of the country, yes. it's preceded by the. Right. So she was not feeling great, but you were not about to let that no. stop the celebration. There's nothing that should cancel a birthday. Mm-hmm. And also, you saw the opportunity to tend to someone with food. Yeah. Heal them with food. So I catapulted 
food at their house. <laughs> and over in front of their house. laughed maniacally and ran through the neighborhood topless. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The neighbors didn't appreciate it. <laughs> no. Property values went down. And, and her husband's a real estate agent, so that didn't go over well. It's true, it's true. Chicken soup, dang it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate chicken. I hate all things chicken. Yeah. So it's always it's always a struggle for me to make a chicken dish mm-hmm. because... You know, as the as the cook, you'd taste as you go and try to decide if it's good. It tastes terrible to me, no matter what. Yeah. So I don't ever know. It's a real gamble. Mm-hmm. But I, what I do, and I recommend this for anybody. I like to go when I, when there's something that I feel inspired by. I like to go to the internet and read through ten plus recipes. Yeah, wait, before we get into that, let me say this. Okay. We got to cross a little bit of a bridge here because okay. we're just saying how much you hate. Is it hate... the bridge to Terabithia? No, how dare you all start bawling? Don't do that. I don't want to be on that bridge. Um, to to get from the point where you hate chicken and chicken soup, but you wanted to do something nice yeah, for Yeah, because I know other people like chicken. <laughs> and she wasn't feeling well. Yeah, she was sick. She do was you, sickly. Do you think... Sure, she'll appreciate that descriptor. <laughs> Do you think there is actual healing power in a good chicken soup? No. But you made a chicken soup that does have healing power. I did. Three facets. We'll get into them as we go. Okay. All right. Continue on with your recipe okay. research process. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend. Look at even five. If you're feeling cautious and nauseous or whatever, just look at five for whatever the thing is that you're wanting to make. See what the common ingredients are. Pretty good bet you need to include those. And then identify what the differences are and see which one of those are appealing to you. Yeah. And that's kind of how you'd build from a myriad of other things. Because nobody's chicken soup, nobody's stew, nobody's hamburger, nobody's meatloaf, nobody's thing is identical. And no matter how uh, uh, adamant one person is, that my mama made the best whatever... um, Everybody's is different. Sure, so yeah. So you just, you identify what things out of those oddball ingredients is like, oh, well, now that's interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what I did. And I will only include this as a, because I did in the telling, the original telling of the story. Yes. Part of the recipe came from Pioneer Woman. That's right, yes. And I chose her because I have a, a little bit of a secret love-hate relationship with her. Really? Okay. Yeah. I feel like she's country bougie. Oh, absolutely. In a lot of she's things. bougie with a little dash of country. Yeah. Well, you almost said a filthy word. It makes me angry. Okay. And yet at the same time, I realized she's not without value. So I leaned on her, but then took things from others and, and mainly included her name so that if it turned out terrible, I could be like, well, it was Pioneer Woman. She's the one to blame. Yeah. Okay. As it turns out, it was good, so I took all the credit. Um, that's what I do. Yeah. That's me. Uh-huh. Ingredients. Will, you're going to post this recipe, I right? I will, yes. I don't often keep track of a recipe, but the response to this, and maybe we should go there first. Let's go there first. The response to this was so much more strong than I could have anticipated. Yeah. Profanity was used in the opening text message reply. Yes, to happy things. profanity. Happy profanity. Not angry profanity. Right? No, no. Like thrilled. If you've never all caps typed the F word in thrill, you don't know what you're missing. Um, that's how it happened. Sorry, Catherine. If I spilled the tea, the effing tea, as it were. It was a big hit. Yes. Now, in fairness, they love soup. And they so maybe they were soup. they were skewed a little bit by their well, pre-existing soup love. If I may. They I'm... are only fans soup subscribers. <laughs> only fans soup. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. I hate it. Um, I personally do not super love soup. Super mm-hmm. love soup. Super soup. Uh, it's not my favorite. It's not usually going to be my first pick. Mm-hmm. You have you had me taste a tester bowl before we loaded it up to take right. over to their house. And I was like, this is incredible. This is unlike any chicken soup I've ever had. That's ever, a strong ever, endorsement. Ever. That's yes. a strong endorsement. Now I feel, feel gun shy. Well, no. Let's just get into the ingredients. Okay. That helps. One whole chicken. You need a big pot, by the way. Big old soup pot. A big pot. One whole chicken. Three large yellow onions, of which my preference is sweet Vidalia's. Mm -hmm. Six carrots, six ribs of celery, six to eight cloves of garlic. 
practically a whole head. Mm-hmm. Three tablespoons of fresh grated ginger. Now we're into the, well, actually with the garlic, we're into the healing elements. But right. uh, ginger, not so much. Three teaspoons turmeric. That's healing, anti-inflammatory good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, three teaspoons. I only use dry ingredients here. Uh, rosemary, three teaspoons dried thyme. If you know the conversions for fresh and you have fresh, do it. Yeah, I don't. It. I don't know them. Uh, three bay leaves. One tablespoon of fennel. And I will say that was my contribution. Yes. Purely. Nobody had fennel, but I've recently used it and we have it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, how about some fennel? Yep. And I said it that way because I like to creep myself out. And you were in the kitchen alone doing this. So I, appreciate, I appreciate that you said it to yourself like yeah, alone out loud in the kitchen. And I'd had to, by the way, because we were trying to get it ready for lunch, I had to adopt a, a certain behavior set mm-hmm. that most people would probably frown upon. Do you know what it is? Winston Churchill mouthwash? The Churchillian approach to the day. Um, Churchill, from the time he woke up yep. until the time he went to bed, drank and smoked. There's a whole, this is just a side reference. If you go to Whiskey Tribe on YouTube, there's a couple of guys there that tried to recreate yes. the Churchill day and they were trashed before noon. Yes. Um, so I, I cook best when I've had a little bit to drink, so I actually started drinking before 8.30 to make the soup. That's the sacrifice I make for friends. Yes, yeah, for your liver, it makes the sacrifice. My liver's like, whatever, bring it on, sir. Um, where was I? Fennel, yeah, fennel. Uh, tablespoon of sea salt, tablespoon of black pepper, yeah, somewhere between four and six quarts of chicken stock, two and a half cups of couscous. Yeah, was that the Pioneer Woman's idea? Or nope. Yours? That was another... Oh, another recipe. Another thing I saw. Yes. Um, Sorry about the uh, lapping of water, if you could hear that. Yeah, that's me. I'm super thirsty. It's so nice outside. We left the door open. The dogs have been running in and out, in and out. And Mm -hmm. now, apparently, they're the thirstiest they've ever been in their lives. Super thirsty. All the water must go. (laughs) And then uh, six tablespoons. I'm just going to crudely call it of fat. Yeah. This could be vegetable oil, peanut oil, whatever, olive oil, tallow, lard, butter, bacon fat. It's just literally whatever you cook with. Yes. Whatever your taste preferences are. Now, this has got to be one of the easiest recipes that I think I've made in months, if not years. Okay. Super, don't be intimidated by any of this. It's super easy. You coarsely chop onion. Now... And I'll explain some of this in a minute. I coarsely chopped half of the carrots and celery and then finely chopped the other half, diced up the garlic, yep. melt, you, you render, not render, you melt your fat in your cooking pot and, you know, get your pot up to heat. This is elementary side of things. If, if you struggle to comprehend this part, then... You're going you're gonna to require some trips through this to, to get there. And that's okay. Yeah. Everybody's got to start somewhere. But a very basic part of cooking. You get your, your fat, warm, hot pot, hot. all that stuff. Yes. And you then add in the onion, carrot, celery, garlic that you just chopped up. And you want to cook that, depending on your, your range, somewhere between medium-high to high heat. You want to – I like to cook – I liked to, in this instance, cook things – just past translucency of onions to the point where everything was starting to get just a little mushy. Right. And then all in one blow, the ginger, turmeric, rosemary, thyme, bay leaf, fennel, salt, pepper, all that stuff, all at once. I had it all measured out, dumped in a plate, mm-hmm. and just dumped it in there. And then for about 45 seconds, because the heat's pretty high. Yeah. For about 45 seconds, constant stir, getting that all mixed in and cooked in just a little bit with things. And then placed the whole chicken in. Right. Added the broth up to the point of covering the chicken. Re- bring it up to uh, a solid boil. Yes. Get it rolling. And then kicked it down on our range it's down to literally the minimal setting so that i would simmer Mm -hmm. Um, add in the couscous at that point and go for 
I, I even, this is like the most I've ever followed a recipe that I can remember. I set a timer. Yeah, you Of did. all things. Yeah. Uh, hour and a half. Yes. Period. At an hour and a half mark, you take that whole chicken out and it's going to be a mess because mm. it's falling apart. Oh, yeah. You're going to debone it, cut it into whatever size chunks you want, add it back into the pot, maybe five to ten minutes more of simmer, and then kill the heat, and it's it's good and to you're go. done. Yeah. And it's incredible. I want you to note that, yes, you looked at all of these different recipes and kind of got a sense for, like, how much to add of this and that. But the amounts that you saw in the other recipes that you read, you didn't just yeah, double. Yeah, I tripled. You tripled the amount of spice. You need to be added. able to, spices are to be able to taste yes. something, right? Yes. Listen. Chicken is never the star of the show. It needs the spices. Even if you like chicken, you know this is true. That's why everything tastes like chicken, because it sucks. (laughs) You got to add some stuff in. Yeah. Um, So for notes, for notes on this, I'd mentioned half of the carrots and celery coarsely chopped, half finely chopped. Now, this is my own completely unproven bro science. Bro science. But I firmly believe that that half that is finely chopped, you're, you're creating a lot more surface area there to be exposed to everything that's going on. And this does allow, I believe this, down to my core. It, it allows for a deeper marriage of flavors. So you're going to get that natural sweetness mm-hmm. from the carrots. You're going to get that cat urine flavor of the celery. Why? Celery is terrible. Why indeed? And why is it so good when you cook it, but it's so terrible any other time? I like celery. You would. I do not get any cat urine essence from it. Plainly, you've not been smelling cat urine enough lately. Mm. We'll address that later. Mm -hmm. Um, Onions, onion, and it's going to be fine. And I would add in, from my recent Czech cooking experience, we don't use nearly enough onion in recipes. Use a ton of it. Yes. You don't have to thicken anything later with flour or cornstarch or whatever. Onions will do that job. It's like magic. And they're packed with things that go into your body. (laughs) Whatever that means. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I used, in terms of the chicken, I used a a whole chicken, a five-pound chicken. So taking the bones out, you're probably talking about three and a half maybe four pounds of meat in there. Absolutely, you could use boneless, skinless chicken breast. By the way, I left all the skin on. And also, by the way, by the way, sometimes whole chickens come with the neck and the organs packed down inside the, the, up in the butt cavity. Yeah, did this one? Oh, yeah. Oh. You don't want to boil that in there with it, most most likely. Okay. Um, So check it and shake them out of there if you don't want to touch them. They'll fall right out of the old chicken butt. Yes. Into the trash can or wherever. Check yourself Um, before you wreck your Check your butt before you, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Yeah, so that. Um, I do think there's value in having something that's bone on because you're going to get some things from the connective tissues, from the bones, from the marrow, all of that. Minimally, you're going to get some extra quantity of the steroids that we pump into chickens. Yeah. Uh, but no, seriously, that's bone marrow's fat, it's flavor, it's good stuff. So I, I do think if you can, it's going to be a little better something that has bones in it. Yeah. Um, it's also going to be challenging to get those bones out later, but this is the trade-off. Yes. Um, chicken stock... As opposed to chicken broth. Now, I didn't know, as some people would say, shit from Shinola. I don't know. I didn't know the difference that much, so I still don't. You were faithful to address this for years with me to say, no, no, no. Chicken stock is better than broth. I don't know. Even to date, I don't know. I know it makes you happier for me to use the stock, so I do. Mm-hmm. And it does make it better. It does. Because Thank there's you. no bitter feelings coming from you to spoil the soup. Yes. Um, now, things are a little interesting here. The amount of stock that you'll use mm-hmm. is at least loosely dictated by the size of pot that you're using. Because okay. what you must do is cover the chicken with fluid, with okay. broth. Right. Or mm-hmm. broth, water, whatever thing you're doing mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah. And I ended up using four, was it four? No. You said five in this. In your notes here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used, I only bought three quarts 
oh. of broth. Yeah. Of stock, I'm sorry, of yeah. stock. And then I had to add two, between two and two and a half more of those, those are uh, a quart, mm-hmm. four cups each. And so another couple of those and a little bit to get up above. I have a super wide stock pot. Yes. If yours is skinny and tall and maybe it's a different quantity, sure. but that's where you got to start being smart. And then this relays into the couscous. Yes. Yes. Because you want roughly a one cup of couscous to six cups of fluid okay. to get the consistency of everything right. Right. So I ended up, because of the amount of broth, I was in between three, three and a half cups. I'm not super picky when I measure that stuff Mm -hmm. of the couscous. Um, Fennel. I'm not sure all the different formats that fennel were sold in. You might find fennel powder. I don't know. What we had was seeds. Yes. I... We don't have a mortar and pestle because we have children. Yes. And they like those and they disappear. Yeah. We don't so much have a grinder thing that I'm aware of fully. And so I was like, hey, I got a knife. These are really hard. No, you weren't. These are really hard seeds. And so there was a lot of flying shrapnel around the kitchen as Uh I tried to do this. It was pretty ridiculous, I'm sure. Now, I was able to sweep up the quantity I needed off the floor and pick out the dog hairs that had been on the floor. Sorry, Catherine. It's part of what made it taste good. (laughs) No, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't wasn't the best, but it wasn't a complete poop show. I didn't curse that time. Okay. Um, If that matters to you or the people you love. You've already cursed. That's fine. So, yeah. um, When you... Another note. When you pull the chicken out of the pot to begin deboning. Understand, you've been in semi-boiling liquid, and it's going to be hotter than hellfire. Yep. And if you approach that in improperly, haphazardly, haphazardly? Hap. Haphazardly. Yes. Or haphazardly, if no. it's only half a hazard. <laughs> your fingers are going to tell the story uh-huh. for days to come. Yes. So, I'm, I have sensitive fingers. We all know this here in this fingies. home. My fingies hurt. <laughs> so I used tongs and uh, I think a cattle birthing suit and a couple of forks and yeah. some things. Yeah. Got that done. Add the chicken back in, all that good stuff. Um, that's pretty much it for the main course there. Yes. Now, again, this was a healing thing. And we had that from garlic, from turmeric. I think, honestly, yes, too, from the... The bone marrow, the the connective tissues yeah. and things that disintegrated into there. I have no idea what couscous does other than help thicken things up. Right. Um, it was it, couscous is fascinating if you've never cooked with it. It was almost like boba if you've ever had that. Yeah. Except it was, a it was bit. filled with chicken flavor instead of fruits yeah. or other things. I would not want like a strawberry flavored boba in my chicken soup. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, if anybody's making me chicken soup, which I hope you wouldn't, don't do that part. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had a side dish yes. for added healing benefits and for tasty goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I was a rock star, I would have baked bread. I'm not. You're not a baker. Well, not yet. But that is, I mean, I did I did technically bake the Hoskava Kanedlika, however you say it. I'm still working on my Czech pronunciations. Yeah. So I bought baguettes cut them in half now i roasted two heads of garlic and this is super simple Mm -hmm. if you've never done it you cut off about the i guess it's is it the bottom third the top third it's the opposite side of the stem yeah you cut off about a third to open it up don't worry about all the terrible oniony garlicky skin peely papers of death yeah that you can't get off your fingers it's worse than a sticky booger they won't flick off you can't get them off yes they even stick to the knife blade which is a it was stainless steel how dare they pour some olive oil on there wrap it up in foil salt if you want you don't need to garlic it it is garlic so that's no concern (laughs) oh my gosh what if you did that i thought about it and then then i was like hey you dumbass don't do that Wrap it up in the foil, seal it, throw it in the oven. For two heads, I did one hour at 400 degrees. Mm -hmm. Pull it out. Much like the prior story about chicken, it's hot. Don't just go and grabbing it like an idiot. You'll pay the price. (laughs) With your fingies. With your fingies. They'll hurt a lot. My fingies hurt. Yeah. Once it's cooled a little bit, it's like like a thick consistency toothpaste. You can squeeze it. And the the technical term is gooshing. You will goosh 
all of that pasty, sweet, smoky, garlicky goodness out. I mixed that in with two sticks of melted butter. Now, that's a lot of garlic mm-hmm. in there. Maybe you want to go one little bit at a time and test to your preference. Sure, yeah. Then I added in two tablespoons of honey. Yes, that was the surprise star of the show. It, is the, it, helps, it helps for the healing intention of all the garlic, the honey spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down and what is honey if it's not nature's sugar even though sugar is also nature's sugar don't argue (laughs) did that dipped those cut those baguettes in half like a sandwich half yep dipped them in there and then face down fried them in a skillet to get some good skillet toast and that was the meal and it was so good the the responses were they were encouragingly violent yeah and then they had it again today. Uh, and it's even better and because their teenage the marrying. Son, yeah. Now, teenage boys will eat um, almost anything, truly. But they're not really known for having a discerning taste. But their teenage son said, somehow, amazingly, it tastes even better today than it did yesterday. Which the fact that he liked it the first day is a miracle. Yeah. Better the second. I was pleased. I'm, I, we're always pleased, I think, when we get the chance to do something for somebody that matters to us. Yes. And that was the case. And even more so when it's when it's more than just the person was thankful because, hey, it was either this or I was going to have to dig through the fridge or whatever. Or it was actually was enjoyed. I was going to have to give you a free one-month trial to our OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> our OnlyFans soup channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. OnlyFans feed and soup. No. That made it worse. It's all even the way better. Around. Can you hold a spoon between your toes? <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I hate everything right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, okay. seriously. Seriously. Super easy recipe it for took the you soup. like longer to explain how to do it than you were absolutely actually, like, absolutely putting it together i think i think all told mm, and with with a little bit of familiarity with having done it once i think this is like 30 minutes of prep yeah and then you come back an hour and a half later and you do like 10 minutes of work yeah and then it's just done and delicious. And you can make a huge quantity. Huge. We took a huge, huge thing over for them, enough yeah. for them to have two meals. Yeah. We still had enough for yeah. a meal and a half at least. And that was from one chicken. One chicken. If I liked chicken and had a much bigger pot to hold two chickens, I would have done two chickens for the extra make meat. It, yeah, chicken yeah. ear. I suppose you could like you could cut the carcass up and fit more down in there. I'd literally just dropped it in like a giant potato, <laughs> like an irresponsible kindergartner. For some reason, I thought you were going to say I dropped it in like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I don't cook babies. It's been requested on my OnlyFans channel, but I don't do that. Okay. I like babies. All right. Um, this was this it was a great explanation. We are going to put the notes for this, the, the recipe notes, into the Awesome Today group. Yes. So that you can uh, enjoy. And be motivated to join yeah. Awesome Today. Yeah. It's uh, facebook.com slash group slash awesome today. Our dogs are now, they're, they're letting us know the time has they, come. They want to love. Yes. Stella and Francie are here to say... About time to wrap it up, y'all. Putting that forceful paw in the lap. Hey, human. This is what happens when we don't put them in their beds when we record. Yes. They like the love. Yes, they do. They do. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. Well, have some chicken soup or an awesome today or both, however you choose to do so, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. 
Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.